Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special episode of Adventures in Gaming, the show where we share stories of the games that are special in our lives. I'm your host, Tom. Let's get those nostalgia goggles on, and let's get started. Happy Mario Week, everybody! And just in case you didn't know, because, I don't know, maybe you've been living under a rock for the past 35 years? March 10th is Mario Day. You know, because the abbreviation for March is M-A-R, and on the 10th, guess what? It spells Mario. (laughs) And if I had to pick a mascot to be the face of gaming, who else better than Mario? You know, I'm not saying that there's no other cool characters in video game history, but Think about it. If you walk up to a random person and show them a picture of Mario and ask them who it is, what's the likelihood that they're going to say Mario? Pretty high. And again, I'm not saying there's, there's not other really popular characters in gaming, but none of them, none of them can hold a candle to Mario. And it got me thinking, do you remember your first Mario game? Or how about your first gaming console? Or maybe just the first game that you played? So I remember a few things from different gaming consoles. And I remember when I was younger and my mom came home and she had this weird box looking thing. And she told me, hey, I brought this home for you. And I had never seen anything like it before. And I was just really confused. So I looked at it and I said, okay, what is it? She said, it's an Atari. My first reaction, hey, what's that? So this was my very first video game system that I remember playing at home. The first game that I ever, ever remember playing is Missile Command. That's not to say that I didn't play other games, but this was definitely the one that I remember the most, okay? I tried Pac-Man on the Atari, but it just wasn't good. So the Atari was definitely my first like home video game console. Now, at the end of the road, there was a gas station, that I would frequent, you know, uh, walk to the end of the road, get a soda, get a snack, you know, and more importantly, they also had a pinball machine. And at one point, I remember them having a Miss Pac-Man machine, which Miss Pac-Man, I just my one of my favorite, favorite arcade games. I want the arcade cabinet with Miss Pac-Man and Galaga so bad, but Anyway, so playing these games at the end of the road, right? And then being able to play these games at home was really cool. So, but Pac-Man on the Atari just wasn't the same as playing it on the actual arcade cabinet. And let's just say I didn't play it very long on the Atari 
And if you're curious about it, just look up a video of Pac-Man on the Atari 2600 (laughs) and you'll realize why I didn't play it very long. So this was the first gaming system that I remember having, and I played it quite a bit. I I played it quite often and I had a lot of fun with it. And the Atari is pretty simple. A lot of simple games. Uh, I mean, you had a joystick and you had a big red button. It was pretty, pretty cool, right? So now I don't remember that much from my Atari, but I remember very soon after that getting a Nintendo Entertainment System. And from here on out, NES for short. Now, the first thing I noticed with the NES was the games were gray, a little bit bigger, but the most important thing is how excited I got to play these games. You mean I get I get to play even more games? Like, this is awesome. And how excited was I when I was ready to put in my first game and I grabbed it, put it in the console, and I was ready to play and nothing. <laughs> and the system just had a blinking red light and we've all gone through this. I know we have. So I tried it again and still nothing. And I was getting upset and it wasn't until my mom came in and she said, here, let me try. And she took the game out and blew into the cartridge and put it back in the system. And guess what? It fired right up. Now, I know now that you really weren't supposed to blow into those cartridges. But back then, nobody really cared. But uh, guess what? It worked. (laughs) And that's what's important, you know what I mean? As long as we get to play the games, that's what... That was the ultimate goal. And guess what? The first game I threw in, like many of us, was the original Mario. And didn't really know what to expect. But you know what? I knew I was in for a good time the first time I heard. Everybody knows this song. And I guarantee you. You just heard me do that, and you just had all kinds of memories coming through your head. That's how popular Mario is, and that's how important Mario is to gaming as a whole. And everybody knows this song. Knows this song. Gamers, non-gamers, nine chances out of ten, they're gonna know this theme song. They may have never played Mario before. They're they're gonna be like. That's Mario. I know that. I played this game a ton. The most important thing I remember about this game is that I never beat it. And this game was hard. Like it, the first few levels, yeah, okay. And then you go through the warp zone, okay, cool. But man, this game got difficult later on. And it was just, it was brutal. And if, say, you got to World 8 and you lost your lives, guess what? You got to start the whole game over again. But, you know, that in- that increased replayability and that increased um, just people trying and trying and trying to beat this game. 
And that's what's great about older games. Now, I also played a little bit of Mario 2 for the NES. But you know, I noticed something was off. This game was very, very different from other Mario games. And it wasn't until years later that I would learn that this game wasn't even really a Mario game. The real Mario 2 wouldn't be released until much later on the Super Nintendo as a collection on the game Mario All-Stars. It got released as The Lost Levels. Now, in Japan, they they got the real Mario 2, which was Lost Levels. What we got was a game called Doki Doki Panic with a Mario skin. And the reason Nintendo did this is because they thought Mario 2 was too hard for North American gamers. And let me tell you, playing it on the Super Nintendo, man, this game is brutal. Like, it, it is difficult. It is very hard. Now, I've watched people speedrun this game, too, and they make it look like nothing. But go back and try to play Mario Lost Levels and think to yourself, could you have played this back back then? And would you have been happy? I think it would have been really brutal. Was it the right call? Eh, I don't know. You know, I mean, who's to say? Nintendo ultimately made the call, and that's ancient history by now. Now, I also remember playing one of the most acclaimed Mario games of all time. And I, of course, am talking about Mario 3. Now, I don't remember exactly when I first played this game, but man, oh man, do I remember playing this game. Everything about it is just wonderful. The stage select screens, like when they first throw you into the game, it's not like the other Mario games when you, oh, World 1-1, and then you do your thing. Now, they throw you into to a level screen, and then you see, you know, World 1, World 2, and then you got to go over to world one and seeing the world, you know, world one real grassy and stuff like that. And then world two is a big desert world. Three had the water world and just so many other worlds. And the big world was always one of my favorites uh, just because everything was huge in that world. And that game is awesome that it's, one of the most popular games of all time for a reason. And that game also introduced mini games into Mario. There was the matching game and just all kinds of stuff in this game. It was great. But you know what? That is one of my favorite Mario games, but it's not my favorite Mario game. There is one other Mario game that just holds such a special place in my heart. Okay. And I remember it being Christmas Eve. And I was sitting in the living room when all of a sudden my dad told me that, you know, I'm going to get one Christmas gift early this year. Immediately gets excited. You know what I mean? I mean, imagine being a kid again and telling like, having your parents tell you that is just so exciting 
And you're just like, what? What am I going to get? Oh, my goodness. So he told me that it was in my room, but I had to close my eyes. I said, okay. And as I walked into my room, still with my eyes closed, standing in my room, and he counted down three, two, one. And I uncovered my eyes, and I was so happy because I had my own TV in my room. Now, I know that wasn't what you were expecting, but I'd never had my own TV in my room up until this point. It wasn't a huge TV or anything, but that wasn't the only thing that was there, you know, because I was excited to have my own TV, but I was even more excited because of what was on the screen of my TV and what was sitting beside it. Sitting next to my TV was my very own Super Nintendo. And playing on my screen was my absolute favorite Mario game, Super Mario World. This game. Oh, man, this game. It had so much in this game. It had secret worlds. It had so many different levels, so many secret levels that you had to find. It had a new dinosaur friend that I could ride around on named Yoshi. And I love Yoshi. And something really cool happened with this one. I had the ability to save my progress in my Mario game. Now, you had to do something special, like you had to get one of the exclamation block things and then it would ask you continue and save or quit and save you had to beat a ghost house or beat a dungeon or a castle sorry and then it would ask you to save so even if you died you might have to repeat a couple levels but not the whole game and this was huge just such a good game i can't even tell you how much time i put into this game over the years I've beaten this entire game so many times, including the special world. At, you know, of course, after you figure out how to unlock it, when you find all the keys in the Star World and all the levels there. Man, I just love this game so much. Flying around on the cape as Mario and just floating through the whole level at the cape, just cheesing the whole level. My goodness, such a good game. Also introduced the spin, the spin jump where you could break certain blocks and you would fall through the world or you could bounce on certain enemies that you couldn't couldn't have bounced on before by using this spin. It just created so much for the future of Mario games. And without a doubt, Super Mario World is my absolute favorite, hands down, my favorite Mario game. Now, I've played other Mario games, too. Uh, the 3D Marios are great. Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, Galaxy 1 and 2. Odyssey's wonderful. I'm sorry. Super Mario World, man. It's so good. It's my favorite Mario game. And I definitely have my nostalgia goggles on saying that. And 
no shame in it whatsoever. Just such good memories. But let me ask you this in this Mario week. What's some of your Mario memories? You know what? Head on over to my Twitter account at Adventure Noodle and let me know. Or join our Discord there. I have a link pinned to my Discord and let me know some of your favorite Mario memories. And I have to say, recently I've passed over a hundred listens on this podcast and I'm so happy about it. Thank you so much for listening and I'm going to keep putting these out and I just keep on listening and I just can't say enough how much I appreciate it. It really does mean a lot to me seeing how many people are actually listening. Well, that's my story for Mario week. I hope you liked it. And until next time, catch you later.